0: Still down the process, financing, uh, finding the house, whatever it is, and say, what can I do today to actually make that a reality? Right. One
1: of the most important things you could do every day is lead generate, you know, do we all do it? Yeah. No. Does it feel good? No. we much rather have the phone ring to us yep. versus us looking for deals.
0: You're listening to the real estate heavyweights podcast. Your weekly deep dive into Dallas real estate, life, and beyond with your host, Tavis Westbrook and Ashton Hines. Man, we are so excited to finally have this podcast started. I'm here with my good friend, Tavis Westbrook. Uh, We've been talking about this podcast now for uh, weeks, months. Uh, It's taken a little bit of time to get the technical stuff kind of figured out, but we're just throwing this out there. Um, Ironically, you know, we get in here, we're super excited, and it's been a, a tough week uh for you tavis personally um and so why don't you go ahead and just do what you can to kind of get us caught up on everything that's been going on with you guys
1: yeah so um on may 31st 2023 my nephew gauge he's 13 fell out of the back of a pickup truck in hennessy oklahoma which is up near ended oklahoma kind of northwest if you will uh, fell out of the back of a pickup truck. They were moving some boxes from one property to another or, you know, recycling or something like that. Anyways, falls out of the back of a pickup truck, hits his head, knocks him out unconscious, uh, not able to breathe. Hmm. They run him to the local fire department. Fire department takes him by ambulance to Ended Hospital. Ended Hospital uh, tries to set up care flight, but Weather's bad. So they can't fly him, so they got to take him by ambulance. Um, They basically told the family, come say your goodbyes. Mm. Because they didn't think that he would make the ambulance ride. It's about a two-hour trip uh, from Ended to Oklahoma City uh, OU Children's, or Children's OU, however you say it. Anyways, (laughs) uh, rushed there. We actually were on our way to Atlanta at that time, Tabitha and I. But we got back in town Monday from Atlanta and basically came home, you know, from the airport, kind of threw some stuff in a bag, and then we drove to Oklahoma City. And um, at this point, he had had emergency surgery uh, because they couldn't get his cranial pressure down Mm -hmm. and uh, removed part of his skull to get the uh, pressure down and uh, was in the PQ. For a few weeks, um, really rough first two weeks. And we, you know, I mean, we just asked for miracles. We just asked for prayers and it was pretty crazy. And so Tabitha actually, we stayed the first week there. Um Day in, day and night. And then we actually got a hotel and we stayed for the first week. And then Tabitha ended up staying there in the hospital with him. And then I came back. And so anyways a lot of this back and forth as right. you were talking about. So fast forward, um, two days ago, Tuesday, he had, uh, he's, well, he made it out of PQ, went to this place called Bethany rehabilitation center for specializes in this kind of thing and has progressed like miraculously, mm. uh, walking, talking the whole nine yards. And, um, Graduated to a point where they said, okay, you can go get your skull put back in. So they did that surgery two days ago, put it back in. As of today, he actually left the hospital. They checked him out of the hospital and he got to go home. Mm, So That's awesome. Pretty amazing, amazing stuff. I mean, he'll have to have therapy and, you know, reading and writing levels, you know, now reduced. But he had, you know, a traumatic traumatic brain injury and, uh, had basically brain damage throughout his entire brain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we kind of keeping tabs of it, um, on Facebook and talking to you and, um, you know, just going back and forth, back and forth. And in the process, you know, you were finishing up a, uh, your midterm rental that you had renovated a couple houses down from your place. Um, which I think we've talked about, but, You're an investor. You've been an investor a long time. You've lived in a house a long time, but for whatever reason, that house was actually put on the MLS (laughs) and you ended up getting that uh, investment house on the MLS. And uh, so you bought it, you renovated it, and then you were turning it into a midterm rental. Correct. And Tabitha, that's real estate is not her full-time thing, but she's helpful in the details and sure getting the kitchen stuff, you know, all the, everything you have to order for this and that, and y'all have done it a couple of times, but I, I know that that time was super stressful for you. And it took a lot more out of you this time because, you know, you were kind of, she was dealing with family understandably, and you were trying to finish this up and get it on the market. Yeah, And it was just like, it was kind of a, a, probably a, a newer experience, a stressful experience because you're having to kind of revisit like every single detail that goes into a midterm.
1: Well, yeah. And I mean, there was several things that I typically do with her and, you know, it was like, didn't want to bo- bother her with it, you know, but when right. she's back in town, like finally getting a breather, you know, from sleeping on a uncomfortable pull out hospital bed for a week right. and she's home and I'm like... Uh, oh, by the way. so we need to like get this done, right? We need to shop and we need to yeah, buy what's, the rest what's of the, deal the, stuff. With the
0: couch. What have you been doing? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, anyways, you know, I, I think the, the biggest thing with that is, um, is putting together a system that you can replicate and, and we've done it. This is the third one now. And I technically, it's probably our fourth one because we did it for my mom, um, hmm. uh, originally when we started this kind of flip, uh, flip turned, turns into fully furnished, fully operational property midterm thing. Yeah. <laughs> to, to where you can show up with a suitcase and be done. My mom's, we actually fully stocked uh, the fridge and the pantry. And oh wow. Like everything. And I had my sister's help and other family members help at that time. But, um, Nevertheless, we what we did this time is we and we had some of the list and a lot of it. Fortunately, thank God for Amazon, a lot of the stuff was repeat buy. Right, you go in your Amazon yeah. history from two years ago, and like if yeah. it was still available, we just click, 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 click. You know, yeah, and loaded up. The, and I learned that Amazon had a limit on your cart. I never knew that, but I maxed it out twice. So the what max is the limit it's fifty items. Wow. <laughs> So they didn't care about cost, but it was 50 items. So that's I mean, a, that's I a would, weird thing for, I, a... I would sit there and click, 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 and put it in my cart and then do the checkout. And I it, would
0: be, it would be helpful if they had that at Costco. Like if it's just someone walked around every once in a while and said, that's enough today. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just come back. You, you see, a thing like you've, you've hit your limit. Just you right. know, think about this. That, that would actually be really helpful. So yeah. maybe that's kind of a, it's sort of protecting people. It's uh that's why. Yeah. I, I've always heard that's why NFL – the NFL has a salary cap, a lot of the, the leagues. It's not really any other reason except for protecting the owners against themselves because uh, they'll just keep spending and spending and spending, you know. Um, so they have to put a cap on themselves. So, yeah, I, I had no idea Amazon did go. that. So
1: I wanted to pull this up because we finally put together a list. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to let you look at it. And you yeah. just kind of scroll through real quick high level. But,
0: yeah. I mean, everything down, like, you know, and I, maybe we can try to figure it, put this out. Maybe this would be something cool for you to put oh, out well, I'm probably going you know, to sew it because
1: yeah, there's a lot of a lot of history that goes into that. Yeah, this is a lot of
0: experience. You know, trash cans, three bath two. Listen, vanity mirrors, all these, and we're not just talking generic stuff. You know, like I walked the the house with you the other day. It's so well put together. This is not just running through and just see what Marshalls or TJ Maxx has this this week. It's not. Hey, I just need to grab some a fan. It's very well thought out from a design per, uh, perspective and from a functional standpoint. It's a super cool so check out the video. You're going to be putting stuff out on Instagram on the midterm, but it a lot of them are cohesive. A lot of the other ones kind of feel the same. Yeah. What's awesome about it is it has, it has a masculine feel, which is a little bit different than some of the designs you're going to find out there. So that sets it apart a little bit. The other thing that really sets it apart is, is that super functional, um, but it kind of feels like a hotel. Like yeah. you, li- you live there. Um, it, you've thought about everything in the kitchen. You've thought about everything in the laundry. You label everything really well, which is probably great for people looking. They're not just digging through drawers, but it's also great for whoever's resetting the house. When you're,
1: well, that and like when you do dishes. Right. Like where does the stuff go?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, resetting the house you could easily go through an inventory, say like, hey, this is where this is supposed to be. It's not here. Like so having a label maker, so all those details that go into, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put the towels here and the iron here and, and get a label and like you yeah. know, it is extremely detailed and it looks great. Um so Yeah, you should sell this. Don't just give (laughs) us. Yeah, no. Uh, No, I mean, this is—it's really insane. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it it really is insane. Um, All this stuff, and I mean, the thing is, this only
1: did that. Like we had a partial list before. Yeah but that's where this time we're like okay yeah. we really have to
0: put this into whiskey it. glasses cool. whiskey ice trays you know um and then i know for a fact that you know the cocktail set wine they those all match you know mm-hmm. like the, those all look good in the house yeah uh, it's not just what's on on amazon you yeah. know fire set and,
1: there, app, and there's know. probably you know there's probably plenty of pushback i would get from other professionals that have a successful you know short-term rental business or a midterm rental business that don't do as much as we do. And, you know, would probably be like, you guys are crazy. You know, why do you do all that? Well,
0: but. just having, I haven't obviously stayed there, but just walking through that's how I would want to set mine up. I mean, you're just, you're, you're putting yourself in a position to me to get better reviews, less questions mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. You know, it's just a lot of it's just self-explanatory, even things down to how you wired the TVs, how you did the the Wi-Fi, how you have the office set up. It's just, it's really designed for function. Um, And all that to be said is it takes a ton of work, even though as organized as you are, it takes a ton of work to do that. And y'all had a little system to where you did some things, Tabitha did some things, but this life threw a kink in that, Mm -hmm. you know. And for me, you know, I work full time as a therapist, as a, a physical therapist assistant and uh home health. I'm trying to get away from that eventually. Um, but the reality is, you know, some days I have seven, eight, nine patients. Um, some days I have two, mm-hmm. you know? And so you ha you don't have this just super uh, predictable day, which, you know, in a in it makes sense in a lot of ways. Real estate isn't going to just be this real linear, predictable thing. But for me, and you can speak to this, you know, you're with Keller Williams and I'm sure you've read the book, but, you know, Gary Keller's the one thing, you know, the the concept of that book is like, you know, basically narrowing down your, your goals and your vision to the one thing, the one thing. And, you know, you can extrapolate that over different parts of your life and, and it, it does make such an impact if you can not only narrow down what is the one thing today that will move my business forward, mm-hmm. but then write it down or, or, you know, make it a reality, you know, don't just think, uh, well, it'd be nice if I did X, Y, and Z cause I, I got the whiteboard over there and I tried to put them up there. And so you can actually see it, mark it off that like, yeah I did that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for the long, long time. And I, the thing I would sort of, if you're looking to get into real estate, And you're looking to take that first step. Find what that one thing today—a tangible first step—and I would challenge you to say, listening to a podcast, which is hypocrite. You know, I'm glad you're listening, but listening to a podcast and honestly reading a book today, it doesn't necessarily get you that much closer to your first deal. Mm -hmm. It'll give you some education. It may make you feel a bit better, but at some point. That is basically your way of thinking and feeling like you're doing it. I did it for 20 years. You know, I read rich dad, poor dad. I wasn't, I was in college. Mm-hmm. I didn't take my first step in actually re- investing in real estate, re- you know, until two years ago, wow. you know? And so it, you, you exemplified that oh, during this process and it's really pushed me to find, okay, what can I do today? I've, I've had this flip that stalled. Uh-huh. over at Mapleton and it has just not been moving forward. Finally, we're getting some momentum and it has come with that like okay, what what can I do right now today? Uh-huh. Who can I call? What form can I fill out? What office can I go to to push this forward? And there's some days where it just is like I'm waiting, you yeah. know.
1: One of the most important things you could do every day is lead generate, you know. Do we all do it? Yeah. No. Does it feel good? No. we much rather have the phone ring to us versus us looking for deals. But that's one of the most productive things you could do whether you're in sales or whether you're, you know, on the acquisition side and you're looking for opportunities because at the end of the day, you know, even if you don't have your money together, even if you don't have, you know, your construction team together, if you're... Dialing for dollars. If you're looking for deals, and you or you drive by a house and you find a deal, if you know somebody like me or you or anybody else in this space, mm-hmm. we can make the deal work. Yep, and we can pay your referral fee. I mean, you know, that's as easy as it goes, right? And then you're you're getting in, and then you're like, hey, Ashton, I brought you this deal. Can I shadow you? Can I yeah show up? Can I learn it? Or hey, take this step further. Is is there an option here to put sweat equity in it to learn? You know, whatever. Yeah, um, whatever the you know, situation might be.
0: Yeah. If you can find a house, I've, I've put that on a few form form. How do I get started? How, I don't have any money. How do I get started? If find you can find a way to find a house, find the opportunity, talking to family members, yeah. Knocking on doors, making calls. And I'm not good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not sitting here saying like, Hey, I'm some wizard at that but i know for a fact if you look at it like a funnel and every if you're in business you're in the sales business and the only way to do business is to bring in sales it starts at the top of the funnel and it gets to the actual closed sale and and in investment real estate the top of the funnel is every every house you pass mm-hmm. and you can filter out a bunch of them really quick they're not going to work not going to well, work well it's, it's
1: work. every sales technique right like at anything you need to fill up the funnel with opportunities and yeah. leads and then you, you're going to get one drip out at a time. Yep.
0: Right. And how do you do that? Dry, you know, I have uh there's software, uh software uh, deal machine, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's apps and there's all sorts of stuff you can get out there and you can drive for dollars. It's really easy to skip trace, find uh, information on, on people, you know, and th- that's, that's my next phase is to be re- super proactive. You know, for me, the hard thing is that cold call you know, knocking on a door, yeah. bringing up real estate to people. Um, but, but I know for a fact that if I can, if I'm passive and I wait to get lucky, which I have a couple times mm-hmm. on investments. And if I wait for that, all the dominoes to fall right and all this, it's just not going to work.
1: So I heard somebody talking yesterday and it was interesting because he's on the sales side and he was talking to a newer agent and he said, you know, it, 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 he said it's funny cause I knew he's like, I knew myself and he's like, you know, one of the things like bold is a KW uh, right class that yeah. you can do. Right. And he says, you know, in bold, you know, one of the scripts they give you is call your sphere and say, Hey, I'm in the competition mm. and I need to call and basically, you know, talk to people. And so I'm trying to talk to as many people as I can to win the competition. And he's like, you know, I couldn't really say that. He says, because, I'm not competitive by nature. (laughs) So my sphere is going to be like, what, what, this is not you. So he said, you know, I just had to learn and evaluate myself that, you know, I was a pastor. I was, you know, Mm -hmm. he was in church before. Right. So his approach is sympathetic and hearing and welcoming and warming. And Mm -hmm. let me hear your story and tell me what's going on in your life. So he says, I just had to take a different approach. I just had to think about it differently of talking to people to see what's going on with them. Sure. And, you know, it's like the golden rule if you talk to if you give enough people what they want, you'll get what you want. Mm. Right. Or if you help enough people get what they want, then you can get what you want. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think it's very value valuable. And I think somebody like you, that's very, you know, you're in this space every day with older people and mm. people in different times of their life. And sometimes they're getting closer to the end of their life and in a lot of cases, Right. Um, but if you just take a different, if you treat it very similar to your business that you have now and the skills you already have, and you use that same energy and that same skill level and yeah. you just talk real estate, you'll do fine. Yeah. If you're like, there to help. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, you have that now you just talk about physical therapy. Yeah. So if you just turn it and change your subject matter, mm-hmm. but bring the same personality and the same you and the same energy, yep. even if you're making a phone call, even if you're making a cold call to somebody, you bring the same prospect. Cause how many of these, these clients have you ever met before when you first cold call them? Right. Right. I mean, they might be a warm lead cause they're teed up and they expect your call. But yeah. on the other hand, you know, you don't first call them and say, Hey, this is Ashton be ready by 9am. I'm going to be there and I'm going to kick your ass.
0: Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and I think that the big thing is and, and when I became more comfortable talking about real estate stuff is after my first couple investment deals, i i realized i legitimately helped somebody out Mm -hmm. it wasn't this one-sided you know i won they lost like i legitimately was able to help them out of a situation that they didn't know how to do right and so it's not that you're some slimy salesman it's if you can actually internalize the idea that you are offering a service or a knowledge base and and you can honestly talk to, like I, I do a lot of open houses and a lot of people that come through have agents and it almost takes a pressure off me when I know they have an agent mm-hmm. and I can still sit there and talk to them and offer something to them. And it's, I'm going to get nothing in return. Right. But if you just know like, Hey, I just enjoy talking about this and I, I Hey, look, check this out. If actually have y'all tried this restaurant, this part of town, whatever. If you take that mindset into the investment space and don't put the pressure on you to close a deal or how am I going to pay for this or nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're just talking to people sort of opening their eyes to options of how do you sell cash or how, you know, look, you can list full price. This is, this might be the, the difficulty with the house. It's, you know, this, you know, you're going to have to do some work or they're going to get a discount because it's not a great, you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't look great or whatever. But if you, if you really do internalize it, like I could I can help this person. And in the process, help myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and not feel like, Oh, I'm interrupting them. And, Oh, they're going to hate me. No. Like if, if you go in with that mindset it's not going to work. Right. You know? Um, And I think a lot of people just, and and again, it's it's just one of these like momentum things is once you do one thing, two things. Okay. Yeah. And you can feel like, you really feel that and um, get to experience that, you know, two way street and the appreciation and the, the grin and the weight that's lifted off of someone's shoulders mm-hmm. that's in, you know, after uh, uh, someone passes away and it goes through probate and they don't know how to do all this and then it's done. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like family members that just don't have to worry about grandma's house anymore or uh, someone who has a house that's a hoarder or whatever it is and they can just walk away. Like, that is a huge yeah. weight lifted yeah. off. And I mean, you've seen that over and over and over. So I think once you can speak with that, The other thing I think that is uh, important, how are we doing on time? Not sure. We're good. Um, Is I I saw a little video and I don't know, you know, it's not true, but it had a class, half the class, you know, 24 kids got 50 pounds of clay, 24 kids got 50 pounds of clay Mm -hmm. and said, all right, you got two weeks. This group, group one, I want you to make one pot. That's perfect. The perfect pot. We uh, group two, I want you to make 20 pots. They don't have to be perfect. Just make 20 pots. Yeah. And then at the end of the two weeks, they looked at it, and who had the better pot? It was the group who had done it 20 times. Mm. Yeah. The group that sat there and only tried to perfect this one thing, mm. they had no concept of trying and trial and error and all this stuff. Yeah, and it's getting the, their technique. Yeah, yeah, the group that just tried and tried and tried. It's volume. And I mean, in any, anything you look at, it's volume you know, you're going to fail. You're not going to sp- You're not going to be smooth. You're not going to have it all figured out. You're going to get your teeth knocked in a few mm-hmm. times, but you just have to put it out. Cause there's no way you're going to, the very first time you try to do any sort of investing, you're going to make this pitch to someone. Oh yeah. I'll sell to you at 60% of ARV you, you know, and then you already have cash line to some, you know, you have okay. financing. That's 4% sure I'll do 4 yeah like yeah I already have my, my well
1: I think you had a little bit of that right like your first flip that you did was like
0: I lucked that's what I was saying I yeah, got lucked it was so now, great yeah. it was on the it was on the when the market was super hot yeah I was able to get in I did five dollars worth of rehab and it was the, the market was so hot that I had one of the home buyer groups it was in I think it was ended up they were representing a fund and they they netted me out like I was gonna actually rehab it mm hmm well, that's okay. That didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know. Like now, you know. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I'm I'm feeling that on this Mapleton. I mean, I one, think
1: you know? You, you know the the encouragement. Um, you know, the, obviously, I think you're in a lot better position. Than you are in Mapleton. Obviously, timing is a is an issue, but I feel like Mapleton has a lot more potential to it than for instance, the one on Polk. Right. But, um, you know, the biggest learning piece for you is obviously, you know, who you do, who your team is matters. Right. And, and your team and, and you, you had your guard up in the beginning, you know, testing this, this team, this GC, you know, on Mapleton. And, and I know you did. Um, so you didn't get as deep right into it as you did with Polk, where it was like the diminishing return where you can't, come back out of the hole yeah the biggest issue was timing Mm -hmm. and the other thing is if that gc had done what he said he was going to do and what you trusted him to do then you wouldn't be in this mess you're at now with dealing with the city now this far down the road and you know this late in the game if you will Mm -hmm. and i mean i still feel good in the product and the location and all the other things for you um, obviously uh, there's a guiltiness too, cause I sold the property. Yeah, so I hate I that don't. it's taking you so long, yeah. um, with the overall deal. But I mean, I, I feel like it's still, you know, it's, it's an education you're paying for, yeah. right? I mean, just like the last one, I mean, it's part of that, you know, college degree and flipping and investing in real estate. You know, the yeah. other part to it is just because your time is so restrained with working a full time job, yep. you haven't been able to live and breathe it and spend as much time as you possibly can over there to babysit the entire thing. And so you've, you've learned a lot, right? Yeah. And I mean, you dealt with the squatter, you've dealt with yeah. theft, you've dealt with.
0: You yeah. Know. And we'll maybe next, like that we'll do an, another episode and we'll, I'll dive a little bit deeper into my problems there mm-hmm. and um, we can talk. I know you've had a couple kind of, you know, you've had a couple that you've like bought, done, wrapped up, and then, you know, my sister, her husband, <laughs> they flipped one down in Austin. Yeah. It looks awesome. It's like, oh, yeah, they got in, got out. My man, really, really <laughs> not doing great here. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go into some detail there. But even that, you know, I guess to kind of wrap up this thought here is it's so easy. And it, it comes out, it's easy to make excuses, mm-hmm. you know, I made excuses for 20 years. It wasn't every day that I, I woke up and beat myself up because I wasn't moving forward. But for 20 years, you're just kind of waiting for something to be just be exactly right or to the right person to come in here whatever. And it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point you have to put yourself out there. You have to, to say if it's going to be, it's up to me and like actually just do stuff. And...
1: Well, I think the action, right? And I, I, I think it's the way we started this podcast today was talking about life, yeah. right? And life happens. And so if we let life happen and we let it constantly be the excuse for taking action,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're never going to grow. We're never going to learn. Yeah. So the fact that, I mean, yes, you've had some bumps in the road, but you've learned a lot. Polk taught you a lot. And then Mapleton's teaching you a lot. And, you know, my... Delays and what I had, in the midterm rental—you know, taking as long as it did for one, the flip, and then two, to get it, you know, ready um, to go to, you know, to go to market to be marketable for, uh, you know, for a potential tenant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, almost taking—I mean, I don't remember when I finished the rehab, but I want to say that it took almost, almost two months. It yeah. felt like to to get all the the details done right, and and that's crazy to me. Um, but it's okay, yeah. you know, and I, I, as of today, I did get a call from, a, uh, um I showed it the other day. I think I told you that, right? Cause you yeah, guys yeah. came and then, um, I got a little worried because I hadn't heard anything for a couple of days, with the temporary housing company, that's the in-between between the consumer mm-hmm. and the insurance
0: the placement company.
1: Yeah. They actually called me today. And they're like, okay, hey, we're going through this and we're going to present it to the adjuster and then we'll go forward. So that's great. it sounds great. I mean, it's not, you know, they're not not moving in yet. But, I mean, that's just, you have to learn some patience. And and I think somebody said this yesterday. You have to have the confidence in yourself and your ability, you know, of what you're doing, that you're doing the right thing. Yep. And you have to be 100% confident, even when it doesn't all line up exactly the way you want you have to trust yourself and you have to trust the ability to yep. to move forward.
0: And I think, you know, uh, I, I will finish with this and we'll wrap it up. We'll do another one here soon, but you know, for me, I fall in this trap a lot. And I buy into coaching and I I've, I've spent a lot of money on classes and coaching and I went to college and you know all this. There is something about that um you're putting the, almost you're putting the burden and the onus onto somebody else to, to show you a system, to teach you the way. And then if it doesn't work out, you have sort of in the back of your mind, it's like, well, it wasn't me. It was yeah. the system. It was the coach. It was the, blah, blah, blah. It was a Tuesday. It was mm-hmm. rainy. The t- whenever you figure out, and you know, I've never been gym guy. Not, you know, like, but lately it's just like, when you figure out that you have that internal Fortitude, that internal power to figure things out yourself without putting it in into a system, you just do it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the confidence and the power that comes with that, it's unbelievable. And so I'm not saying don't seek people out. Don't find, you know, shortcuts and don't buy Tavis's list on things to buy for a midterm. <laughs> Cause that would be a great investment, save save your time. But if you can do some things and you can actually figure it out yourself, you're going to fail every once in a while, but if you can push through and do it yourself, what you will become and the, the person that you feel like on the other side mm-hmm. is so much more valuable than if you did it other the other way, because you can still say, well, I don't know if I could have done that without him. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then if, if this domino's not right and the door's not open and it's not sunny today and I didn't wear the right thing and I put my left shoe on and said my right shoe, like if it's not all perfect that day and it doesn't work it was, because that, No, you know, you can make it work. So, Mm um, I, am super proud of you for, you know, getting through, um, the midterm, you know, I know y'all have had a ton of stuff, uh, happen with family. Um, and so hopefully, hopefully you find some value in this. If you want to get in touch with me, um, find me on Instagram, Dallas real estate guy, Ashton Hines, how can they find you?
1: I'm on, uh, I'm on Instagram as well. I believe Tavis dot Westbrook. Um, and then Facebook, um, got a good presence there as well so tavis like travis no r t-a-v-i-s westbrook um and i've got a couple different pages but if you just look for me i think you'll find me
0: you'll find it all right we'll take you guys next time